Pammy, Pammy, Pammy. Today's episode of the Flycast is brought to you by Corduroys. Today we have a special guest. I don't even know if he's aware that the cameras are rolling and it's his time to join us here and sit down. But Pamaj is joining us today. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? You look a little sleepy. Got your coffee. I won't expose the time. But you made it here, man. What about yesterday? You gonna tell me about yesterday? Oh. Yesterday I did bail on the podcast. I mean, I have a reason why. Because I was supposed to do something this morning. So I was just going to come in this morning and then do the podcast. But I'll just, well, I've, I've said it before. But on like on content days, I take anxiety medication. So I didn't want to take it yesterday and then also take it today for this morning. For another thing I was going to do. So I wanted to save both things for the same day to take my anxiety medication. Mental health, Pam. Mental health. I grew up around that. So... Speaking of mental health, first off, welcome to the Flycast. Sorry, Hitch. Didn't care enough to join. All right. Um, I'm used to it. <laughs> speaking of mental... Why do you seem like you're in a bad mood right Cause now? Because I am. Why? I just am, dude. <laughs> why? Like, y'all are used to me a certain way, so it's like I'm just... A, I, can't have, I can't be in a bad mood. Okay. That's fair. And actually, I actually like this. Well, I was going to say... Well, I'm not maybe not gonna get the answer that I wanted. But uh, speaking of mental health, how are you doing these days? Way better than I was. Yeah, it was bad before. Has the well, we'll get into what you were in before, but what about recently has like made you happier? I guess. Mm. Being, like being, what change uh, in your life did was needed that where you're like okay this is better being in control of change being in control of change has really done that just being able to you know if, uh, just sitting around waiting for other people to do or waiting for that opportunity for whatever that is just being kind of fed up with that not Basically not waiting for other people to, you know, change my life, you know, kind of just because I can feel a little bit hopeless if eventually it just doesn't happen. Which is kind of where you feel like you were in. Oh, there's just, can't, I mean, you can't see the, I'm going to use a, you can't see, you know, the, the elite four. You can't see like the, you can't see the end game. Like you, you can't see that far. Like it was getting to that point. I was telling Hector this. Like when I was just stuck in Canada in my office and I, I really, it got to a point where I was literally like, man, I don't know where I want to live. I don't know where I can live. I don't know where, like what I want to do. Do I see myself doing this still? Do I, did I let people down? Did I let myself down? Did I try hard enough? Um, it got to that point. And like that was feeling pretty, pretty helpless. Yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely see that. I would I would say like us over here, we're kind of feeling that as well. But I mean, I feel like we 
and I'm talking like me, Bose, Pitch, like even like Flame Sword. Now he's doing his own thing, but like it got to a point where we were all like, like, what are we, like, what are we fucking doing? Like, really? Yeah, it was like we don't. I don't know. We're in this content world, but we're not really. There's no more like team house or anything, and it's just like, what the, f- what the fuck are we gonna do? Is this something we want to do? But I think like we had each other to like fall back on um, and sort of like figure it out and be like, all right, let's fucking like. And then it got to a point where I think in like 2021, we were like, all right, let's like we have optic back now. Let's like step this shit up. And we all started like, I guess, sort of like trying again. But I think for a while we, we, we had like each other's backs and we had those talks. But I mean, for you is probably you were just over there by yourself in Canada for a little bit, on I was, phase, I was, and it was the, just like uh, in your office all day, every day. I mean, I was in the Toronto Phase house for a little bit. Who was in that house? It was like, uh, for a bit, it was me, uh, Jailmock, Nikon. Nikon eventually just, I could tell Nikon didn't even want to be there. He had a room, but he didn't want to be there. Jailmock, he was a Fortnite pro. Uh, we did some cool stuff with the Maple Leafs there, but then he eventually kind of just stopped living there um agony the agony twins were there i like them uh and replays who's god damn and that house it just kind of like i'm not i'm not ever gonna people have always tried to like compare houses like people have always been like yo which house did you like better or whatever i'm not doing that like that's just corny i mean it's obvious i mean it's obvious but it's also just kind of corny i enjoyed my time at both houses yeah and you know, I think Replays was a guy. Replays was a guy that I, I enjoyed being around, especially because he made me feel like I had to check my own grind sometimes. Because that dude did not leave his room ever for two months straight. Like, and he's still going at it every single day, uploading content and all that. Like, he and he he was a trick shotter. He was a Call of Duty trick shotter, and then he was doing the Fortnite thing. And he's nasty at Fortnite. Like, and now, dude, like him and my buddy Thieves, like they're like they're like a duo you know what i mean yeah, I, think I saw that, thieves is killing it now dude, both like thieves used to like come into my stream be like yo maniac and i'm like yo i like kind of know of you but it's like enough to where like i'm gonna acknowledge you and like i see you like on the come up oh yeah no he's and, like now he's fucking he's crushing it he's family up. friendly now and everything too really? like the whole family friendly thing gone well for him like he was a part of my like my like little squad like the grind squad back then like when i was in in the opticast he was part of that and like we were always just like playing games together and shit like that and kind of just shit happened drama behind the scenes whatever and then everyone kind of just went their own ways did their own thing and then now he's doing i'm glad he found his own wave and yeah. i'm glad he found his own Bro, road and, to do his own thing in so. fortnite too he in was like fortnite. third most watched streamers i saw like ninja under him and shit really <laughs> i was like what the fuck that's kind of wild yeah i kind of wish i would have you didn't you never got into fortnite that much did you Bro. i kind of wish i'd like Dude, it's just I was so such a crackhead that like I was so antisocial. Like I didn't even really want to play with people. I just wanted to fucking grind. Whether it was <laughs> a little bit, on, I would play like sixteen hours on stream, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed." But then I would just play like sixteen more hours, and I was just like such a crackhead. Like I just did not. When I was like getting decent viewers, I'd have like fifteen hundred viewers sometimes. Like I would sign on, and it's just like six to eight hundred viewers, and it's just. It was 
a fun time, but like once I turned that stream off, I was fucking miserable and just like depressed. Well, you ever check like, how many hours you had on that game? Um, I know in season four I was like top. I don't understand how anyone had more games played than me, but I know I was top two games played in like season four, That's and that crazy. was Fortnite's most popular Fortnite one, time. Like peak peak yeah. Fortnite. That's crazy. Like season three, season four, I had the most games played. Dude, that was like because it was not like I would sleep. It'd be like play for 24, 48 hours, sleep for 8 to 16, maybe then get back on and do the same thing. And I'm just queuing, 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 die instantly. Just run it back. Yeah. Just run it back yeah. non-fucking-stop, man. I was, I, I am kind of pissed. Like, I just never took advantage of so many situations or so many opportunities in, like, my career because I was just, like, some, I was just out of my mind. But you're you never so inside your head, man. Yeah, you never really like grinded Fortnite like that, though, right? I disagree. I looked you at did? my Fortnite time, and I had like 96 days played. When was that? Or like, like what Fortnite? Like when I was living, like where Hitch lives now. Hitch uh, has no spot, really. Yeah, like just like where Hitch is gonna put his setup now after the hex quarters is gone. That's where yeah, my I guess setup that's was. where I was fucking grinding Fortnite too. But like that just was like we're both just grinding it silently, just fucking grinding silently. Were you playing controller or mouse and key? I was playing mouse and keyboard. I just wanted to learn something new because yeah. I had been playing controller the whole time, and like honestly, like my hands were starting to like kind of just hurt yeah. a little bit more and more. But like I was playing mouse and keyboard that whole time, and I, I I was catching a groove. I was like catching a groove with the building and all that. Um, I I don't think I would be too terrible if I just play the no build. I see the no build. Bro, the building, off. the building just got crazy. Oh, the no build. Is Once just... creative came out and pe people could practice the building, it's just like, dude, yeah. this is fucking stupid. I'm not gonna sit here and say they're glorified one v ones, but like, it it is kind of a hyperbolic the whole creative thing. Yeah, which is like people have gotten like ins insanely it's, nasty at it. It's I don't, I didn't even think it'd be possible to a point where I don't even know like what like I can't see what's going on. No, I don't even I don't know understand. like what crazy shit they're doing yeah like they're like yo did you see that kill i'm just like all right you built a shit ton of times and you one tapped him in the head that's crazy but then they're like making montages out of it i'm just like dude. i like to mess with them sometimes i'm just like nice one kill montage dude like yeah. nasty one kill it's montage fucking, sinking it up and shit yeah like no quad no nothing like it is crazy what they've done to that game uh, so you are doing better now have you enjoyed so far so good with the move the the drive was dog shit. Yeah. The drive was dog shit, but I'm glad I I'm glad I did it. When I moved out, I actually had my mom fly all the way over here, and I and uh, I Ubered her to my place, and we just moved as much stuff as we possibly could into my car. And Why'd then, you choose Frisco and not? Or sorry, you can finish. <laughs> it was what just you're easier. No, I mean it was just to me it was just easier because I had a I wanted a roommate. I asked Bose if he wanted to move in, but then he was like, "Nah." I was okay. like, "Man, we can get like a nasty spot though and save like a lot of money." Yeah, you but can. He's like, I, "Mark does his own thing. I respect it." But uh, my buddy that I I I, I live with uh, a guy called Mind of Reggie or Reggie does stuff with like OTF and all that. It's uh, kind of funny, like kind of like being associated like long like with somebody from who kind of works behind the scenes with OTF, just kind of like from living in Chicago and just like being Friends introduced. Friends yeah, like, dirt. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like still in the it's same like a small realm. fucking world. Little coincidences like that. now you like live that. with the motherfucker what, that like works with him. You know, like when Ace says like the synchronicities and all that shit, like yeah. that's real. Like that's very real and that's part of it. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe that. But so I decided to move in with him. He's a, very, he's a video editor and I'm 
uh, after all these years of kind of just being by myself in my office, like I really, really just wanted to be, it was one, he was open to it. We had already talked about it. Two, we'd save money on, you know, rent and everything. Three, being around someone like that is good energy for me. Like being around somebody who edits all the time and, you know, who can creatively think differently. And he's really good at the short form shit. And that's what the big difference between now and the scuff house is the short form shit. Yeah. Like that didn't exist back then. right? Not at all. On Vine. It was like all Vine. Yeah. Damn. But, um, yeah, dude, like, uh, I think and now you're here and now, and now I'm here and you know, one month sober from weed. Nice. I kind of, I went, I went, I went kind of crazy. You're a pothead. Like, huh? Well, your mom fucking like grows this shit, don't she? Yes. Well, she's like, she has a cafe slash dispensary on a certain part of land. And so she's allowed to, you know, maneuver her way through the Is industry. Is she like a, an advocate for it? Like, does it help her? Or you don't have to answer that. Yeah, I'd but. say so. Yeah. And I, and I, I've, I thoroughly trust my mom too, especially cause like, you know, she's, dude, she's done everything. Like she's done She's been a, a social, she's been a mental health worker for 20 years. So I grew up around that all my life, like to always kind of keep myself in check and always like take care of myself. Being a mental health worker must be mentally, healthily, you got to fucking work on yourself. Yes. While doing a job like that. Yes. She had, she's had moments where, you know, she's lost like, her shit. As someone who's helping other people, someone like they need to recognize like, all the stuff that they have to listen to as well yeah. and to keep look after them herself. But she's, she's been that she's, she's been a police officer. Damn. She's dude, she's done it all. She's been like uh, a part-time kind of like, like teacher on the side, like for after school shit. Like she's done it all. And now she has her own cafe slash dispensary. Does she like oh, it? It's oh, like she her, loves own little, it. her own little life, her little cafe. It's so yeah. cute. She crushes it, man. She's gotten like awards for her subs Nice. Like for the best in the area, like in her first year, and then COVID happened. Huh. After she was crushing it for two years, and we had to shut it down because you know there was just crazy like health things that you have to look forward, look about. Um, AKA the common cold. Yeah, the common cold. Like you had yeah. to be super OD about the uh, about the masks and the cleaning. That's fucking different... insane. Yeah, the government had us covering our mouths. I mean. So this is when the comment section will ignore the whole podcast and only talk about like COVID and shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's like they had us covering our mouths for practically like the common fucking cold. Yeah. And it was just like it was the it's like flu season. People get sick. People fucking die. Also, I'm not an expert. So let me stop talking about it. But COVID was crazy. COVID and was crazy, to shut man. shit down is fucking sucks. The whole shutdown, man. Like I was having to wear a mask like in the drive through, like tiny little things like that, man. Like. I'm not, we're not going to talk about like, like the whole situation of it. It already happened. And the fact that we lived a certain way, like for how many years, three or four years, crazy. So when I was in that office, like I was like, okay, this is justified. I'm going to just game. Gaming was somehow at its peak again when everyone was forced to say. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Since, peak COVID, you yeah. know what I mean? Like gaming just went crazier because yeah. of this. So you know, what was your game? Of choice. It's just Warzone, man. Warzone. Yeah. Warzone. Crazy amount of hours. Insane amount of hours, man. 
Like, what else was I supposed to do? Like, I didn't have, like, I didn't, even, I wasn't even, like, talking to my friends back home, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. very rarely, because they were, uh, like, they were going through COVID, like, without the streaming stuff. Like, I'm the only streamer like that in my town. I'm the only. For me, COVID was like, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, I was cooped up in my apartment with hella fucking Adderall, and I was just playing Halo 3. It just fucking grinding. Like, there was a time I, I downloaded, you can play Pokemon. It was like Pokemon Red. You could just like download it and play it online. And it's just like, I forget what it was called. But like, I was playing that shit. Really? I was playing Halo 3, just nonstop. Like, what, what else were you supposed to do, man? I didn't have anything to do. And I was I was on the Mutineers at the time. It's just like their call, <laughs> as their call of duty, <laughs> as their substitute player. Oh, totally which is just funny. like. Honestly, people say, like, why the fuck would Maniac be a substitute player? But it's like, why are any of them a fucking substitute player? They're never going to use a substitute player. And the players, <laughs> they even said to me, they, was, they were like, no one's going to use a substitute player. Because the people, they would, like, say someone breaks their hand. God and forbid. they actually do have to get someone. They are allowed to pick up a top challengers player. That's which are cool. better than these substitutes that are just willing to sit there. Can I tell you something? What? So you were on Florida Florida Moon years for how long? Uh, joined. You were there for like at least a year. Yeah. Dude, like did you year. have your own sticker? What do you mean? Like, because they had Florida Moon years had their own COD stickers and shit like that and like signatures. I guess not. Like, did I? Have, yeah. Probably no, I guess not. you didn't. Nah. Man, so that's dude. That's so funny. You say that. Uh, so that was like, I remember. <laughs> I remember just like it was like when franchising started like just first started getting out and then I saw um like Toronto Ultra like tweet out like this was when I was like still in phase and all that like heck I don't even think Hector even had optic back but like I saw Toronto Ultra tweet out like accepting resumes for whatever whatever and I'm just like like just kind of bored yeah. so I'm like what does my resume look like so I type up my resume. I'm like, all right, this is kind of this is kind of hard. Like, I don't have like any diplomas, anything that looks fancy like that. What if I just like get down to it and list off everything I've done in gaming? So I just type it all down. You know, like three million subscribers, twenty seven hundred videos. Know how to time manage. It's probably like motherfucker, you could have DM'd us. Phase like the teams I've been a part of from like the long stretches and all that. How I got into it, like just a resume of gaming, yeah. right? And. I, <laughs> I remember be, uh, it started because I was at the bar, just like, you know how bored I got to be to just be at the bar by myself at lunchtime really? drinking. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. So, like, Bose I was has like, been there. I know that. Oh, yeah. I've seen the stories. You get there sometimes, yeah. you know? What are you supposed to do? But, um, so I just, like, type out this resume after a few, a few brewskis, and then I totally forget about it. And then my agent hits me up, like, a few weeks later. He's like, yo, did you, like, uh, apply for, like, some sort of job position? Like, like Toronto Ultra, I'm like, nah. What do you What do you mean? He's like, I have Toronto Ultra asking, and they're like ready to let you be the head coach. I'm like, really? <laughs> they're like, yeah, like they're ready to just. So imagine this. Imagine I'm just head coach of Zinni. That's funny. And like I know, and I've heard stories about like the head coach shit, like in this franchising stuff, like. It's like they treat it as very much like basketball, like how the head coach gets like to be like. Yeah, we should pick him up. We should bench him. Like, they have insane amount of power. That's just what I've heard. I don't think so. I don't think it's like that either. I've just heard some shit. So I was kind I of I think fun. the coaches are just like, just glad to be here. 
You think so? Yeah. I think so. I, I would have just been glad to I be there, too. I think Rambo was almost like that. Not, I don't think Rambo was like that, but I think Rambo was very much involved with, like, they get done with a scrim, and Rambo's like, what the fuck? Like, why we keep making these same mistakes? Like, why the fuck are we? And he's, like, kind of on their shit like that. I heard Dashie saying, like, he would always bring up hindsight stuff where it's like, yeah, of course we should have done it now. Like, looking back after we fucking, like, lost some of them. So I think Rambo was kind of more involved in maybe how a coach should be. But apparently the COD, you know, the optic bougie players, they don't want to hear nothing from a... And their heads are like, we're the players. You tell us where they go off spawn and shut up. That's assume, That's what I'm assuming they're fucking saying about a coach. I'm not saying that's what fucking happened. Yeah, I don't know but what happened. But like, to me, the optic players are probably a little bougie. And even for me, when I was a when I was a Halo pro player, my I didn't want my coach to say shit. Like, just get the time, time the power ups. Like, it's hard to. I would say it's just like hard to understand the game and what's happening in the flow of the game unless you're in the game playing, like working with your teammates. Like if you're sitting there watching, it's just like you're not necessarily in the same flow as the players. And But I think that's changing a little bit. I think I bet Lunchbox is an amazing coach for our Optic Halo team. I, I bet Elamite's an amazing coach for SSG. There is definitely stuff coaches can I mean, those bring are like to the, the table. two top teams, right? SSG and yeah, and phase Optic. and phases coach and phase, is good. Like, like I think it's you. You got to find the balance with your team. Coaching is definitely it's definitely not useless, but you got that. There's definitely a balance in like a chemistry that ha- must be there with the team. Um. So you were gonna be the Toronto Ultra <laughs> coach? Yeah, I would have had to leave phase then though. Oh really? Yeah. So this was 2020. Whenever franchising started, like. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess oh, no, 2019, probably yeah. Yeah, I think whenever, it was whenever Zinni was on it. Like, but they were like, "You got to leave phase," and they were ready to. I have mean, me, when didn't like, you fucking figure that anyway? Huh? You were just sitting there. You filled it out just like being bored. But like, you have to know. You had to know, like, well, they're gonna. I'm I didn't gonna think I was leave. actually gonna get like a message back. To be honest with you, like you're just that fucking bored. And I was just COVID. pretty naive about it as well. Like, so you didn't want to. You get the offer, you're just like, nah. I, can't I was just do like, it. I didn't even like really expect to get it. It is, it, it did feel good though. You know what I mean? Like, it always feel good to get like a dro- an opportunity like that sent your way. To you know, I did get like a nice little morale boost out of it. I'm like, okay, I'm capable. Yeah. You know what I mean? If like, shit hits the fucking fan, maybe there's hope in other areas. Yeah. And maybe I wouldn't have been like, maybe I would have showed up there. Because what really like what was kind of like tantalizing about it was like the whole living space and the benefits that they get like what it was good i mean like they're just like all the health benefits like other like side stuff like that are you know you think like a gamer in an organization like should have like looking after your hands you know tiny stuff like that i thought that was pretty cool but yeah if uh i I probably would have ended up showing up and then i would have probably been like yeah you could probably find someone else but i could help in other aspects like you could probably pick somebody else up and i could definitely help with content and like officiating and like yeah and like leading and like what like but in your head were you were you at a point yet with phase that were that you were like maybe i should just fucking leave this shit no. like what are we even doing no because like this is before hector even got it back 
And like, obviously, like, dude, like, what did you do when Hector told you he got it back? I was I was on the mutineers. You were on the mutineers. Uh, yeah. Wait, I, did he hit you up though? He was like, I "Yo, was, I got it back." Uh, I mean, I don't think he like directed me directly. Wait, when was it? So I was on the mutineers, and then I think more so if it's like Hitch sort of like telling me, and then I see like Hitch and Scump and Bose at at the hex quarters, and I'm not there. I'm in I'm in Addison, which is I don't know if you know where. The, I'm in Addison, which is like 10 minutes north from here. And they're all still in Frisco. But I like kind of moved away a little bit. I was like 25 minutes away. Just like doing my own thing. And I slowly start seeing like some tweets of them like. But it was also 2020 to where COVID and shit was happening. But I saw them get back together a little bit, and they weren't really making, like, content or anything. But then I saw, like, the Huntsman team was formed. And, but I was on the Mutineers, and I was honestly fine with the Mutineers. Really? Because I was, I think I, were... I think I was technically making, I was making more just as a substitute <laughs> over there than what I was at, like, that my the end of, like, my Immortals optic contract so i just i don't know i took what i had or was just riding with what i Dude, was what had to do, man. doing what i had to do and just riding with mutineers and then covid hit and there's pretty much nothing to do no events or anything so the only thing i was doing for mutineers was like i'd go to an event um or maybe like fly somewhere else get pictures do some Warzone online events with some of their players and stuff like that and that's about like the only thing i do and then like some of my fan base like i got like my bth fans were like kind of rooting for mutineers at that point and it was almost like i don't know i i, I helped as much as i kind of maybe could you helped a lot more than just probably like, other people did on their other yeah, then the other I mean? substitutes for other teams it's like they don't have they didn't have like a little fan base or like a you know, like, so I, I think it was like a smart decision by them, like knowing they're not going to use their substitute. Fuck it. Maniac gets some, some sort of little amount of views. We could at least just fucking use him for that. And people started paying attention to the mutineers, I think a little bit more. And then I think like Frosty joined the team, which Halo guy, which that was pretty cool. Everyone Frosty um, was a part of that. But then I saw optics start slowly forming together. I think they, but COVID happened. So they would come in and just maybe do like one or two videos every like few weeks. I feel like they really weren't making any content at all, but I saw that happening and I really didn't think anything of it because the optic, how optic sort of ended was like a little sour of a taste in my mouth. Like I was, I mean, it went from hex selling optic to now it's, infinite optic and then that was shit and then infinite to immortals and like i don't want to say that was shit but it was just like dude this is just not optic it's fucking it's just weird and then that that disappeared and it's like now i have no nothing like it was just i've given optic i gave optic 2015 2016 2017 2018 2019 and now immortals doesn't want anything to do with us crazy 
Pex is gone and now I have nothing. So it's like the, the, this whole optic shit was like for fucking nothing. And it was just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So I did just join Mutineers and I thought that was just going to be like, I'll join Mutineers maybe in a year or two. I'll move down there and start like working internally with them or maybe work if they fucking do something with like a Halo team or like I, I kind of thought I was just going to stick it maybe stick it out with them and figure it out from there um but i mean in 2020 i was in my crackhead era but it was covid so it's like mutineers weren't hit hit me up to really do shit i do some warzone event every, now and then but besides that it was just like straight back to halo 3 um i think i saw optic do a few videos together i really didn't they like asked me like yo you want to come into a video but i was like so cracked out i was like i don't want to leave my apartment to go get my doordash let alone come be on fucking camera um so after like a month or, or so of them trying to get me on i was like sure i'll come do this pre-show i don't even know what it is i haven't kept up with any of y'all's content or anything and then that's when the you've seen the clip on the pre-show where they like tell me that they bought me out from mutineers and I was like crying and shit because I mean, for one, I was probably cracked out for days before that. I'm like <laughs> mentally unstable, but it was just like, uh, damn, it was just like, damn, like optics back in my head. I think it was just like, damn, I think like optics back now. I think I, my like unknowing future sort of became like foreseeable again of like, okay, we're going to start doing this shit again. It's going to be fun. And I have like a home now, I guess you could say. So it just like, it felt good. It was sad, but I was also like sad that like I was at where I was at in my life as far as just like doing the amount of, the amount of drugs that I was. And it was just like, I felt so skinny and gross on camera and I like didn't really want to come back and start doing content because I just felt I was so like mentally off. Um, but yeah, I join again and then I just continued taking my Adderall, but it was, it was COVID. So it's like, they weren't on me for like, Hey, oh, we got content this week, three days this week, three days. Next. It was like, maybe I have to come in once every like two or three weeks or something. And then they kind of just got the point where it's like, something's fucking wrong with, with maniac. Like he does not want to come in. He's on Steam 24-7 playing. They know, they already knew I t took fucking hella Adderall. So it's just like, dude, we got to like, we're not producing. I don't think they were pumping out that much content, but they were like, let's figure fucking something out with Maniac. Get him fucking right. And then, yeah, went to rehab, came back, and then now it's pretty much been optic since. I don't know what the point or what the original question was or where I was going <laughs> with it. I was about to just start explaining my whole fucking no, like was, optic history. No, man, like I, I actually haven't heard. I actually haven't heard like all of that. Like, like, I, like I'm kind of just like getting my memories back. Like, bro, when, 2020 was it, it, a lot. Of bro, it's I had, and I'm, I'm sure you weren't like this, but it's like. I had moments where I was on, like, I stay, I would stay up for 70 to, like, 100 hours at a time. Then, like, sleep 8 to 16 hours. <clears throat> then just repeat, repeat, repeat. And this is this was for nine months straight. And it got to the point at the end, like, my hands hurt. I'd play a game of Halo 3. After the game, I'd start up another, but go put my hands in ice water, then come back. I had, like, flies flying in my fucking living room from I don't fucking know what still <laughs> to this day. 
Well, I do kind of <laughs> know what. I had fucking a dumpster of trash oh, just here. Man. Haven't showered in like two days. I'm skinny as fuck. Like, once I start crashing, like, I just lay on the floor and I cry and I throw my pillows. I'm like, I like throw tantrum. I, I, feel, I really felt like I was going crazy. Like, actual psychotic. Like, some shit you like see in the movies of, like, <laughs> like shit like that I was literally doing in my apartment. Like, I just had the fucking most weirdest energy and like psychotic fucking shit happening in my head. And I just you weren't thought I was fucking losing it. To, according to the world, you weren't allowed to leave. Either. I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't, I didn't want to leave either because I was fucking scared. Like, I, Adderall brought like a whole, the amount I was taking brought an entirely new set of like paranoia and like, I'm getting texts from Hex, like, yo, can you do this video? Or like, Paige, yo, can you do this? And I'm ignoring it for two days. And then they text me again, and it's like, that spikes anxiety. And I order DoorDash every single meal, but I'm even hardly eating. But it's like, I don't even, I'm afraid to just go outside or be stuck in the elevator with someone. And I just have this complete fucking paranoia and this was at the lowest of low and just like crying every single night and like in the fetal position on my floor and my apartment's fucking disgusting. My hands hurt beyond fucking belief because I played so much. Like that's how my 2020 went. And it was just a fucking, I don't know. It was a, it was a crazy experience and I was just like cooped up. So I know the feeling of being just like cooped up by yourself and it's not a good time. And I oh we're talking about but like <laughs> yeah, my experience remember. from like when I when like when I left, I don't know what I don't know what the vibes were like. Um when I left, obviously y'all kept rolling, y'all kept going. We kinda looked at it like Pam left at the right time because it was just like no one enjoyed anything ever. And I was still, I was even a crackhead then too. Just, I was just, I was like really pissed off about the Sprat thing too. Yeah, it's fucking like That's ridiculous. my guy. And like just fucking, just pump faked him with the fucking visa. And they just said, like, I remember like, you know, Reed? <laughs> I remember just getting so mad at the guy. That guy took a heat, the heat from yeah. all of us. Like he was kind of like, there was a little bit of a time where we were just like, fuck Reed type shit but like I remember yeah I remember kind of directed a lot of it at him yeah. a little unnecessary For no but we fucking just, reason either like what's he gonna do exactly like, he did you know, whatever he job. could but, but um, he was just the face yeah so joint literally so like on my drive back from when I when I flew my mom here to just help me pack up all my stuff and just did the 24 plus hour drive we didn't even stop anywhere. what was what was your like plan plan well i already knew i was doing like i'm leaving this fucking shit and i was just leaving i need i don't i don't i don't know where this is going the guy who i originally joined like hector's shit he's sitting there he doesn't even have anything to say about it all he's kind of just in the same spot as kind of like all of us they're not even like really listening to him they're kind of just like doing like their own thing with it i'm talking about infinite right so like I, I, uh, a little bit before the border in Niagara, I uploaded my video saying I left, and I and um, a couple of days later, uh, I jo- I finally got to the Toronto house, and then I joined then, and you know it felt it felt good because it was like all right, I'm making moves. Uh, I made a decision, and I'm not letting other people kind of dictate that. I feel in control, and uh, for a while I was, that was when Black Ops Four was out. 
um i think it was a one year before the franchising started right because after black ops 4 it was franchising i'm 99 sure it was so black ops 4 was a great game came out crushing it actually got one of my buddies to like move in and like he was like kind of just helping me like get fit and all that like like i was just on point with like all the videos and all that and i didn't know that the toronto uprising so we were moving into a t another team house that was already owned by another team and it was the toronto uprising so that's the nba 2k raptors team so there we moved in and i had no idea i thought we were there for like the whole year or something like that and then out of nowhere we get hit with the curveball uh saying we have to move out like next month so i'm like dude what Damn. the fuck i just had one of my real life friends like move out here like and uh like and now we're kind of just out like we're we have to move out and shit like that so that was just like really shitty and then for a long time i was just saying yeah we're gonna get another team house we're working with bell or some shit like that we're working with you know people in toronto they want a face house in toronto i'm like all right cool so i'll just wait out for that um just kept nonstop hearing that this is before mono for 2019 was even out so that was like 2018 uh so I just kept nonstop hearing that. I get flown out to play Monofer, uh, Monofer 2019, and this is in San Francisco. So I'm like, man, fuck this. So the, this is, I'm gonna get onto like the music, the music shit that kind of just happened while doing this. So like, while I was in San Francisco, I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to go back home, because I'm as soon as I get back home, I'm gonna wish I was out in here in LA, like doing something. Like, like, I'm, I'm going to wish that I wasn't just stuck in Perry Sound just waiting for the next thing to happen. I needed to do something. So I decided to just miss my flight. I called my mom. I was like, hey, I'll see you when I see you. I'm going to live out my suitcase. I'm going to live in, I'm just going to couch surf in LA. So I like slept at the cloud house. I had a couple buddies. Uh, really? You know, yeah. Wait, like the banks? Samurai rice gum and shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, dude. Like I really just, fuck? I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. I was just like, yo, I'm just going to like live out my suitcase. I did all my work on my phone. The phase offices were there at the time. And I kind of just like barely went there just to just do like some merch drops and shit like that. Um, but I just, and you know, Steve, you know, the guy from, yeah, uh, I remember hearing you like lived with him or some shit. Yeah. So I, I, I did ask to live there with him. I paid like for like a month's rent and then I kind of just lingered around them. Cause like they were, their music they're music producers and they've done music all the time. And I just wanted to be near it because I hadn't ever had the influence of just being in the studio yeah. and just like, I just wanted to learn. I wanted to learn something. I wanted to feel like I can, I can do something else other than gaming. You know what I mean? It can feel like gaming is a beautiful thing. I love gaming to death, but the, it's just some people can be out there in the world to tell you that you can't do something else. And I just really wanted to prove, prove myself wrong, like prove them wrong with that and to feel like I can do something else. Yeah. Even if that includes you. <laughs> like with the beats shit and all yeah. that i know like y'all like to fuck with me on the beats and all that i get it it's, it's whatever but no, i man, do genuinely fucking, enjoy it. obviously anyone who starts sucks and i i go back and listen to my shit i'm like i was fucking trash but like you definitely picked it up you're like yo how do i do this this is what i download this is what i yo help me out real quick like how do you now like i might have gave you a few tips but you fucking I don't know if you were on like YouTube tutorials and whatnot, but you sat there in your room and grinded that out till like you were full on making 
just like whole ass i don't want to say whole ass songs but like you figured out how to piece fucking i can, music I can together. make like I, I know what i'm doing on the program now like yeah. when i look at that program i don't get intimidated yeah. or you, ask you myself, started do do and you went for it i did all the way so the cool thing is when i went to la i randomly went to like some random house party and i at this house party i met i met two people from like from my past actually like uh, one of them was a part of a different band. He's from the Always, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing here? This is crazy." And then I met another uh, two other guys that they just seemed like cool people. And I told them like what I was there for, and just to be around the music more, and just kind of like, you know, just get more influence like that, right? And then they invite me back to their place, and we're just like hanging out, drinking, literally just from a random house party. And then a few days later, they're like, "Yeah, we knew you who you were this entire time." Like, we're big fans of you, Pomage. Really? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, That's it's funny. a good thing you just held back because, hey. honestly, like, whenever somebody comes up to you and they're just, like, immediately fanning or whatever, you kind of distance yourself yeah. immediately and you block it off. Well, and it's you like, won't, like you you engage in the conversation, but it's like once that conversation's over, you're like, you kind of look at them and just like, okay, they... I can't. Who... It's like it's almost like it's not even going to be genuine now because it's like they are just a fan of what I yeah. do. And it's so like I was, they, they let me stay at their place too. So I, this is part of the couch surfing part. And one of them, his name's Kalen. Uh, another guy's name is Julian. And Kalen was a country songwriter at the time. So like he was, um, he was a country songwriter at the time and uh, he com- making completely different music than what he is now. Let me just be around him. I remember just setting up like like just couch pillows on his on his floor and then he he let me pl- be on his uh, PlayStation 4 he had his monitor there and I would just play BO4 on his account and on my account and shit like that just you know like every day kind of just watch him make music and stuff like that and just you know kind of just be around him and just like ask questions about the industry and all that and like how things work and like you know the reality of things cuz you know a lot of shit in the music can to my understanding, it can be a really, really just misinterpreted and it's just really not how it really seems and how like dickish some people can be when it comes to certain things. So anyway, so I met those guys and I was there till August and then I was like, all right, it's time to go home. And then after that, I just made so much, so much beats like in between COD lobbies and all that. Like I was like, all right, I want to just make beats now because I didn't even have a laptop there. So then COVID happened. I'm just sitting there grinding beats, just like kind of figuring it all out by myself. And COVID happens. Make sure you're talking to the mic. Oh, yeah. COVID happens. I get a random DM from one of them. He's like, yo, uh, are you still keeping up with like the, the beats and all that? And I was like, yeah, man, of course. He's like, uh, I got a homie. His name's uh, T Minus. So fucking crazy. I got a homie named T Minus. He says he wants to like link up and like play games and all that. And we told him like you're into the music and he was like, he's down to show you shit. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Now, when he said T minus, did you know who T minus was? Uh, I remember the Drake song. He was like, uh, he, like when T minus was still making beats <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. And then I was like, all right, now I now I really want to know all the stuff that he's touched. And so Kalen met T minus at a random like writing camp in like Jamaica or some shit like uh. that. And like he didn't want to fan over him too much, I guess, and he didn't want to come off like that. I get it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they, those two, became good friends over Same Discord. Same way with you. Yeah, those two became good friends over Discord. And now Kalen doesn't even write country anymore. He's got his own shit. He's a crazy artist. He lets me play his. He lets me play his shit like on stream. 
um barely i'm not trying to like overdo it i'm just trying to get people more aware of him because he's he's so good dude he's so good but uh i've i've been able to watch this dude who's been on fl studio for 20 years just navigate through this program make the craziest beats out of a few notes from scratch he showed me how um he showed me how sacrifices were made from drake he showed me how he showed me the stems for hell yeah fucking right he showed me like he showed me some crazy shit. He let me like use some of his accounts for to get some VSTs for free, bro. Like he's a homie. I'm so fucking. I'm I'm definitely very jealous of that. It was it was crazy. I was like, dude, this is no, like there's no way. And he was he's such a nice guy, man. I'm not gonna sit here and say he was my mentor because I don't want like to put that. I'm not trying to have that be like the label. He's just a good guy who let me watch him work. And I'm someone who's very observant, as you can tell. I learn a lot from observing. I would just sit on your bed. And just like watch you like do it like in between your shit and like you know ask a question here and there but i definitely learned a lot from him and i learned a lot from kaylin and all that universally has to be like the planets aligning like if i didn't go to that one house party when i just decided to miss my flight and just couch surf in la years like four or five years like prior to all that happening i wouldn't have ever met him and i wouldn't have ever met kaylin and I wouldn't have ever met some shit like that. And all that was just a gut feeling to just be like, man, just screw it. Just try it. Yeah. And all, and all that happened. You know what's also crazy is... Uh, That's like a section we would not expect to be in Pomage's life. No. Like you think like Pomage like leaves Optic, does what shit happens with phase houses and stuff. And probably went just goes back home and then plays in his office. Yeah, but then it's like there's this whole fucking section of just like hanging with producers, gaming with them, learning to make beats, uh, being in calls with T minus, who is a super well respected, top tier name in the especially like, well, I think just beat making community produ- production community it's crazy dude he's like, uh he's fucking massive and then that's that's Pam's summer just, too i'm just doing that that's summer too like he was uh well that's when cold war came out and then during the cold war season like i remember just being in the calls with him while he was he plays league of legends all the time he wanted to see me play and i played Bro, felt I'll, like one I'll of those fucking moments. play league of legends with him oh i didn't play I, I league used of to legends be nasty with him. he wanted to see you used to yeah i want in the first I, mean, I played in like season one season two but i was good like i was oh, yeah. a good player i bet i could get into it it seems like a game i could handle like i used to play like like not like valorant good like i was like pretty fucking good i bet it's a completely different game yeah like i used to dude, i used to fucking have hundreds of hours on world of hundreds of days on world of warcraft I used to competitively battle Pokemon. I don't know if you know this. Like, I used to be in a a chat called Pokemon Wi-Fi chat. That's crazy. My Soul Silver. I used to competitively battle Pokemon. Like, there was a certain way to raise your Pokemon uh, from fucking, from the egg. That's crazy. You just sit there and you breed the Pokemon so you get a good Pokemon with IVs. What system or whatever? It's just on the DS. Really? Yeah. So you just raise the Pokemon. So, like... It's it's a whole process, man. It would take probably about twelve to fourteen hours to get one Pokemon raised with the right move set, with the right nature, with the right EVs and IVs. You got to do a bunch of shit. You got like you got to like LeBron James this Pokemon yeah. up from fucking birth. Yeah, like you got to breed it because every single Pokemon is bred with a different set of IVs if they're like thirty one, which is the max. 
zero and you just there's a certain so way to calculate the nerdy. Them, dude. Such nerdy it's just it's, think about the people you were fighting against. Dude, like who like are these 12. people? I was like twelve, dude. Uh, okay. like twelve, eleven, but like they were older. Yeah. Some of them were older and like I would just I'm sure they're on, still fucking playing. I bet that some of them are nasty. So like I just understood, like I know how to I know how to navigate that world. Um where was I at? Where was it? What was I saying? Um, um, I don't know. Were we after the, all the beats and stuff? Oh, um, oh, I was. I was just gonna say, like, uh, he, T, like, I, he's one of the coolest people. He actually let me listen to like the J Cole album, like, a week before it all dropped, dude. That's so insane. And I didn't. I was just. I didn't want to be like asking too much questions, but I've asked him questions, and he's just been so cool about answering. I've asked him about like the writing, pro like, what's the difference. What's the writing uh, difference between like J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake? Bro, he told me all of it. That's like, so fucking crazy. Kendrick writes like this. Drake likes the weird shit. J. Cole just does this. I'm just like, dude, like what? Yeah. This is so crazy. His, his small talk. We, we, I'm not going to sit here and completely like just talk about him. Like I'm going to keep that to myself. But like. You could do a podcast with him? Nah. nah. He's, he's, he'd be doing too much shit. I got to tell you something. Uh, like that kind of just recently happened, which is also a kind of a crazy synchronicity. Um, but with, uh, with T minus, like, so he just got, he got married recently. This, I'm just going to get ready. So he got married recently. Caitlin was there at his wedding and all that. And I couldn't imagine like how many, like Noah 40, all yeah. of them, dude, like yeah. he's like, his small talk is crazy. He's like, yeah, like, dude, just Drake just texting me and shit like that. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's like, like that's yeah. so fucking I, weird. I was like, like, yeah, I put J. Cole on to FL Studio and shit like that. I'm like, wait, J. Cole fucks with FL Studio now? Dude, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. And like, I just, as soon as I just knew he was on FL Studio, I was like, oh, dude, I can learn everything from you. Like, just by watching, dude. Like, that's it. Um, But this cool little synchronicity that happened, like, I have a... Uh, a longtime friend from like junior senior kindergarten and she was she was an accountant at first but then she sort of started doing her own thing like with like designing wedding dresses and shit like that out of nowhere uh he's he's wife wife now noticed that i was following her and just her uh t's wife her name's robin she recognized me following her and then she actually the wedding designed dress she designed her wedding dress. Damn. What the and fuck? And she was like, how do you know this guy? That's She's like. Fucking, that's funny. Isn't that crazy? Bro, it's fucking crazy how the universe works sometimes. Right spot, right time, doing the right thing, yeah. it feels like. Yeah, that's And nuts. I was like, yeah, dude. Like, I know him. Like, he's, he's fucking taught me yeah, so much shit. Yeah, that's my boy. D minus and yeah. shit. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, that's my friend. Like, I grew up with, I grew up with this guy. Yeah, like, dude. So what'd you do, I guess, sort of after, when'd you stop? couch surfing and fucking where'd you go I did. I just, just back home just back home to the office to the office and then it's did shit start getting dark there like shit started getting covid hits and you're just like i, I was when warzone one was like coming around that march and then peak covid happened and then just were you depressed and shit i was having fun for a bit but then i started getting depressed because i was like like getting told to, to, to kind of like not to kind of feel like I was getting led on by phase a little bit just like like yeah, yo, the team this, house is, is gonna happen this is, this is gonna happen like you know? yo we got big plans we want you and you and we're gonna have y'all in the team house and then these guys in the team house and then we got 
collab we're gonna do this thing with lebron and then like we went we got all y'all are gonna have merch and we're all gonna be like shit like that yeah and then like it started started to get weird like my merch did really well like with phase and then slowly i started like kind of having to apply for merch spots yeah and i was just like why am i having to like fight over like merch drop spots like when one mine does very well two i've been here longer than about 95 percent of you guys yeah these are my videos up on this channel that are still in the top 10 top 20 like and they're strictly gaming videos talk to them like like i'm like dude like why am i having to fight for this spot like yes nick merck should have his own spot like like they're infinitely bigger than me yeah but kind of just like feeling like not that did you not feel like you had like a hex to text and be like i need this to happen sort of yeah because i I feel like with optic right now i i I got hex and i got page to where if like literally anything i need or want done or a question or if i'm pissed off or i complain to page or i text hex for something or i text hex or text page for just like it's not a fucking merch spot but just like anything like i felt like i had someone i could reach out to yeah i didn't really have it felt like i didn't really have that because it's like over the, you're not reaching out to temper no because even like i was gaming with temper all the time but tommy was just in the same spot as all the other guys yeah like so they, they just didn't have the control make like fucking that. sense it just that's when it started started to feel like kind of shitty like i was like dude but is it not these they are my just boys like, like like they don't have the ultimate call and all that which is just like really dog but shit. how much money did they they must have just got a fuck ton of money for like giving these dudes. I, I guess so. I don't know, dude. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't want to ask too much about it because yeah. I didn't want to be like all up in their shit and all that. But like, and like, I, I'm confused because like all these all these people took over Phase that like no one knows. Like the head of yeah. Phase and all this shit, we don't know who's running Phase, who's on top of what. And like all we see is like the OG members no longer being a part of it. But then it's like, okay, but they had ownership, so it's like they must have gotten fucking paid crazy. So it's like, how can... But then I'll see banks say like, I haven't gotten paid a fucking dollar or I haven't made a fucking dollar off phase or something like that. So I'm yeah. just like, dude, I'm fucking confused then. Damn. Because how do how does it go from you guys owning everything to you guys, I don't know how much, if they own any anymore, but it's like you're saying you didn't get paid and like I think he said like shares were stolen from him and it's just like and then people complained about face not being what it is and I'm just like dude they fucking I think they sold the company it's just how it fucking works and honestly infinite all over again I don't think in esports right now especially for a phase or an optic selling the company is not how it could fucking work no like once hex sold optic we saw how quick that fucking went into the ground and it's just because Hex was the key thing in Optic. If we have a fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, what were they called? The the fucking little fun events we would do in our backyard. Oh, like smooth comps. Smooth comps. If there was a smooth comp, Hex is there early. He'll fucking he's yelling at people to get up. Like he's <laughs> if if we have uh gym video like he's pick he's picking us up we go to the gym video like he's organizing he did everything so it's like of course once he sold it and then 
wasn't getting along with Jay and how they were doing it. And Hex technically didn't have a say anymore, I guess. I mean, he had a say, but technically not on paper. They did not have to listen to what he had to say. So he was he started just like distance, distancing himself. And then he started seeing it falling apart because we were like, well, we don't want to be a part of this fucking shit. We'll go do fucking... I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but it's like, sure, we'll milk this for a little bit just to pay rent. But like, I don't know. It's just not something that like an optic in a phase, I think, like it slowly starts to like being in you it. You can't do that. Maybe like a fucking EG can just like yeah. sell because I don't know if they have like a core fan base. But as a core fan base, who's the core fan base is only here for the core of the content. It's pretty much the COD team, the content team, and then we have amazing bonuses like the Halo team, the Gears of War team, the Counter-Strike team. Like It just worked perfectly. But once you take out the COD team or the content team, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This isn't even what we're fans of anymore. It literally started to feel like when, I was, like when all that shit was going down, it literally started to feel like Infinite V2. And I was like, man, like, why am I joining these teams? And like, it's... Like, I know, like, I know people like to meme about this whole, like, being a part of, like, both teams, like, so many times, but, like, both times I left were literally not the, like, when I joined. It wasn't even them. It was and by the time I left, it wasn't even the same people. What about, when did you, I don't even know, so who did you join first? What was the first org you joined? It was Optic. And that was when? Uh, 2011. Damn. And then, and then <laughs> Nick, I've been I was expecting like 2013. No, bro. I've been doing I guess this. I joined in 2015. Bro, I was 14 when Blanks I joined. Optic. joined, I think, in 2014. Then I, I think Bose joined in 2013. Like, I'm, I wasn't too far behind, but 2011 well, I joined is crazy. before Seth. Yeah, that's crazy. So what you join and it's like a sniping team? Was there even was a competitive a sniping team, team? And Hector was focusing more on MLG okay. and on the competitive side. I was part of the sniping team. The sniping team was being run by someone else who just wasn't making the right calls. And the person the I optic? joined, yeah, it was Hutch. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I fucked with Hutch. It was heavy. Optic J. Nah, 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 nah. Well, maybe it was someone. It was it was a guy named Paul. He just wasn't making the right calls. And it kind of, and it didn't seem like he was listening to us. And the guy who originally got me in, Optic Predator, he's like, I got, I like to boast about this. I'm the last Optic recruit to be recruited on Xbox Live. He likes to tell me that. He's like, you know, you're the last person like, I ever recruited or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fucking funny. It was, it was actually so sick, dude. I remember, I remember it to this day. Um, but when the person who who recruited me to Optic is sitting there telling me to leave because this isn't going well. Predator was telling me, he's like, yo, I told him, Seabass hit me up all those years ago and I ignored him for like eight or nine months. Like when MW3 first started, or like, eh, it was like six or seven. I don't know, I ignored him. He kept saying, face pomage, face pomage, like on Skype and shit when we were still on that. And then I would tell, I told Pred, I told Fortalsome, like I told Rated. Were you the I big told, dog of, that like wasn't signed to an org? No, I was with Optic, but he was like trying to poach me. And like... And I told Predator, I was like, because uh, they had, a majority of Optic didn't even want me on. Like the majority of the sniping team, those guys didn't want me on. They didn't think I was that good. <clears throat> even D-Treats, I will mm. say that. 
You don't know who that now is. Now do you look back and you're like, y'all were trash compared to me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little, I can have my moments where I'm like a little bit like. Your actions proved otherwise? Yes. Like I was uploading all the time. Like I was like, I turned into a different player when I like joined Optic. No yeah. bullshit. Like it, was, like it was meant to be or some shit. So majority of Optic didn't want me on. And those guys like Rated, Folsom, Predator, Apostle, those guys vouched for me so heavy to join above everyone else. Like, I didn't want to leave, at, like, ever. But when the direction of when FaZe was on its uprising there, and then we're just seeing our videos compared to theirs, and then I have the guy who recruited me being like, you know, you might have, I think you should take that opportunity. Like, this isn't Hex. Hex is focusing on MLG and all that, yeah. like, Black Ops 1 competitive and shit like that. When Predator's sitting there telling me, like, yo, you should go. Like, this isn't, like, I would do that. But it's not going to be FaZe Predator. It's gonna be optic predator forever type shit, yeah. you know. So I was like, "All right, like I, that, like I, I'm a very big voucher for like loyalty. Like I was loyal to those guys like forever, still am. And they like those guys are all older than me, like three or four years older than me. I'm like 14. Don't, I'm not sure what to do with this opportunity that I'm getting shut out of my way. And they're telling me like, "Yo, you should go do that." I was like, "I'm only gonna do it if you guys give me your blessing." Like, so then I join, and then I leave, and then I join. And then that's when phase that's when Tommy and Hex were like, all right, you guys can't poach our players anymore because I left. And then I joined FaZe. And then Did you kind of blow up with FaZe or? Uh I remember Did it work out as well as you wanted? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like I released this dude within the first week of me joining, I had an introduction video and I put out like a big montage that actually got leaked like an album. <laughs> really? Like there was like these community channels back then. And, uh, the fuck? dude, it was crazy. I think about it all the time. Like, I don't even know who leaked it, but like I had my editor at the time, Blarpy, he, he was making it. And, uh, randomly one day we woke up and my video was just out on like six or seven community channels with like 60, 70,000 views on this, on this video. I'm like, I'm pissed. Cause it's not even done yet. Yeah. And like these, these channels are like reaping my video and shit like that. And I got them all struck. I was like, Get, take that down, take that down, take that down, take that down. Like, like that's it's, funny it's funny thinking about like the the resemblances of like albums and like yeah. montages and shit like because to me montages are like a gamer's album it's a collection yeah. of your footage it is your personality you got a bunch of fucking footage but what's your best shit let's throw that what's your together. best shit what's your favorite music like what personality of music do you like to put in there and shit like that how different can you make it like what do you want your clips to look like like this is i think that's my forte like i know what i'm talking about when it comes to shit like that like like especially with like editors and shit like that did, did you edit most of your shit i like to yeah but my biggest stuff like like the iridescent videos i was like yo you need to do that i can do my perfectionist majority of them and like i kind of got like i took i take so much pride in my perfectionist videos man like i take so much pride in those because one i like editing two i like syncing and i would get very upset when an editor would just I would hit an editor up that I liked and I could tell they were just throwing shit in there not in a, in a way that puts me in the spotlight because that's what your job is. Like as an editor, you're just like for a montage, like you're supposed to make the creator like look good. You don't want to flex over too hard with like shit look, that you I can't can see gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't want to do that. And like they were just throwing the clips in there. I was like, why am I just, why am I doing this? I can do it so much better than you. I know how I might, I want my shit to look. You guys are just trying to get paid, like, yeah. and just finish the video. Like, I would take offense to that. Like, no bullshit. Yeah. And, like, that's why I prefer to just edit a lot of those videos myself and all that. That's why it's tough 
finding especially nowadays montages aren't a thing nowadays like you can't find i was gonna people. say fucking so now currently what uh where are you at in the gaming world i guess sniping's not a fucking thing anymore sniping is a thing i think i am having more fun just you were casual now i mean i guess so but i kind of like want to see like i've seen myself I've seen myself play and you play and use controller and like sniping on all the CODs. Like I think I've I think I've solidified like whatever it is I was trying to do as a kid. Yeah. Like to myself, I've solidified it. Why on earth would I go another ten years doing the same thing that I already like you know what I mean? Like that kind of seems like a I'm waste. Gonna of thing. I mean, unless you enjoy it, but like I got a point where I guess you could say I solidified myself in Halo and then I tried other, like, I played Fortnite. We had the squad world record. <laughs> like, we broke Tfue and, like, FaZe's record or some shit. Like, did that. H1Z1 was fun as fuck. But then, like, nowadays, I'm no longer on Adderall. I feel like I've lost my drive for video games. So it's just like, damn. I still want to stream, but it's like, what the fuck am I going to stream? And I'm just, I think I'm at a point where now I'm I'm just like f almost full on casual. Like a month ago when I started streaming again, it was, I was like, I think I'm just going to start up my stream. I don't care what the views are. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to care, but it's like, I, I'm just going to, for my mental sake, I can't start playing Halo again and just like getting pissed off. These people are fucking better than me. They've been, they've been grinding the game the last two years. I'm going to get... Like, it's too much stress. It literally would ruin my day some, sometimes. So I was just like, dude, when I start streaming again, I th I'm just going to be casual. I'm going to, like, react to videos, watch stuff, just talk to my chat. And then did that for, like, a few days. And then my chat's like, play Valorant, play Valorant. And I was like, what was it? There was, like, two games. I was like, I'm either going to play Valorant or I'm going to play... What was it? There was something else. I don't think it was Counter-Strike. Oh, guys. No, not Fall Guys. <laughs> it, uh, but it was Fall like, guys is fire, chat, brother. what am I going to play? I'm either going to play Valorant or I'm going to play this other shit. I forget what the fucking game was. But they were like, just play, play Valorant, try Valorant. I was like, fine, I get on. And I think I played like an hour or two. And I was like, that was like, all right. And it was fun. Like, if I die, I can still talk to chat. I was like, it kind of works for the chat. And I was like, but I don't think anyone will give a fuck. And no one wants to see me get demolished on Valorant. Because I'm just, I was like, dude, this game is fucking hard. Like, I, I was good at H1Z1. I felt like I had a really good shot. I was good at Fortnite. Felt like I had a really good shot. I felt like I was good on mouse and key. Now, once it started getting all creative with the fucking, with my left hand and trying to build and shit in Fortnite, then I couldn't keep up with, like, aiming I always thought I was good at. Now I get on this shit, and it's just, I just haven't figured it out yet. Um, but I've been, I've, I've been sticking it out. My streams have been doing pretty decent, like... For I thought I was gonna start up, start playing Valorant again, and my stream was just gonna kind of die. And but it was just something I was just gonna deal with, try to make it entertaining, talk to chat. But it's uh, it's gone pretty well. But that's pretty much where I'm fucking at is playing Valorant right now. And I know we've been playing. Uh, People love it when we play, man. Yeah. Like honestly, I think like with at least me, you, and Bose, like I think we could play literally anything. I, yeah. I wanna um, I don't honestly, I don't like five stacking. We play harder people. I like, I notice when we five stack, like, first off, first off, I'm not as like 
ridiculous and like loud and just fucking trolling and screaming and raging. So it's like, I feel like it kind of hurts my stream. <laughs> then I'm talking to my stream less. I always have to mute and y'all yeah. are all talking in my ear and then I'm muting and talking to them and it's, it just, my streams, I feel like died down so much more and I'm playing better people. So I'm getting shit on and it's like, I'm not like, I'm no longer like sort of trolling in game and like just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. It's like, I'm trying to play for the team and do strats and I almost like don't like it as much but like twos or threes i'm always down for even though we fucking can't because our ranks are or you're like platinum or whatever but i do have a separate account if you want to get on it um but yeah that's where i'm at fucking casual valorant player but i am kind of enjoying it where is that about where you're at too i mean i've been playing i mean i think you're just waiting for the new fucking cod i'm just waiting for the new shit but I, like i'm at the point like my, my i feel like in my career like i just want for me I have all the checklists off, like with all the montages I've made and shit like that, and the videos I've always wanted to see myself make. I have, I still want to see. I got to a point where I wanted to see myself on mouse and keyboard, just as the challenge, and I just wanted to see like if I could do it, which I totally can. And I've just, I've spent a lot of time like on aim trainers and all that. Like, is that key? Like, do I need to do dude, aim it's labs? Reps. Like, dude, like, it's practice, man. Yeah. Like, you can't. People are telling me, like, bro, you need to do dude, it. Like, this is you're complaining everywhere. about your aim and you're not doing the you're not doing like aim labs or anything or aim training dude to sit there and be like it doesn't help has to be like one of the most (laughs) one of the most ignorant things like in my opinion like i just i get on play one deathmatch thing competitive then i'm like i'm missing shots like you can't be too like it it blows my mind when i hear anyone say like the like no none of it helps like dude you cannot be this arrogant to think like that practicing doesn't help play a aim labs to get a high score and i was like what the fuck am i watching aim labs in between matches it's insane i also think it's like focus training too focus training dude because i lose fucking full i lose focus listen and nothing was the same while you're doing six shot some shit like that and then hop on dude like tiny shit like that matters when um when the new cod comes out you're gonna you're not like crazy on youtube right now are you like uploading new Uh, cod comes out are you gonna be oh hell yeah no, yeah, I've, 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 ex- I've gotten, I've kind of like gotten myself excited for like this next COD and shit like that. Nice. Whether I do it on mouse and keyboard or controller, I'm not totally sure yet. Um, I, cause I do, I do want to see the version of myself when I'm on mouse and keyboard. And I like that I've gotten kind of used to it. Cause one, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And two, I wanted to see what this whole aim assist fuss, fuss was a shit about. Like one, I don't really care. When I say yeah. I don't care about the aim assist conversation, I am thinking about it from a viewer's perspective. When somebody comes to my chat and they see me play a game and I sit there and say, dude, this guy just killed me because he has aim assist or some bullshit like that. I think that is one of the most corniest things that you could ever say. Yeah, because like, dude, like why? Because this guy thinks I'm a certain way. Like, uh, there's no way I'm going to sit here and actually try and justify as to why I lost this gunfire or why I'm not doing good because of what somebody else is using. I think that's just... Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't about, care. Like, yeah, like whenever I, like, I see people complain about it all the time, I'm like, dude, like, it, to me, it's all just impression farming now. Like, there's no way... Like, it scares me if people are, like, genuinely serious and mad about it because yeah. you can't do anything about it. You're not going to be able to do anything about it. The devs are going to do what they do and you're going to sit there and you're going to play it. So as a viewer, if I go to a chat and I see myself complaining about it, it just sounds very, very corny and just honestly like, you know, like, yeah, you can't do anything about it, bro. Like, why are you thinking about what this input is? Why are you thinking about 
what another person's input is. Worry about your you goddamn lost. self. I had to check myself yesterday playing Valorant. Like, I was losing full, raging, <laughs> complaining. And then I thought thought back of an APG clip. And he was like, just do I'll blame, what you can with what you have. Exactly. I'll blame myself before I ever blame what other people are doing yeah. before. You know what I mean? Like, how else do you get better? Like, you're not going to get better blaming... Like somebody the other controller, like dude, you could have hit your shots more. Hit the you could fucking have had aim lads, Better positioning. Kid. You could have used hit something in game. You could have done it's something free. else in game. Exactly. There's I see this all the like time this, in my man. chat. I hate it, bro. I like, get fucking shit on. Aim Labs is free, you know. <laughs> That's good. But all right, dude, man. Fire playlist. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go play Valorant. We're gonna go. Are you streaming from here today? Uh, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think COD Next is being played right now. So every single viewer I ever have will be stolen from me for that. That's why I kind of But uh, yeah, kind of check out the this. COD Next shit. I appreciate you hopping on the pod with me, Pam. It's been a good one. Kind of um, wish we did this yesterday so we could be watching COD Next with everyone else. Oh, I want to play Valorant. But I'm done too. We'll see. All right. Thanks man. for having me, man. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for watching. Matt Craig, play the outro music. Play that shit.